Hello and welcome to Podcast Valley Sunday, the monkeys podcast that takes you episode by episode through two seasons of Monkey Mayhem. I am one of your hosts, Chris Paco. I'm the other one, Jeff Cameron. And how are you, Jeff? Doing all right. How about you today? Oh, I'm doing great. We have how, uh, how have the last seven days treated you? Very monkey filled. Oh yeah, man. Yes. <laughs> Since the last time we did this. Yes. yes. It has been nothing but monkeys. Mm-hmm. And so what we have today is episode two, Monkey See, Monkey Die. <laughs> A great title, actually. Tremendous. Good to get the death motif onto your kids' show. Yeah. Early. Like, um, it's not often, I don't think, you would see the episode title. No, anyway, no, no, no. Back then. No. It's just probably on the inside to keep track of the episodes back then. Yeah, every episode is definitely uh, titled. And yes. it always just, you know, like all the Friends ones are the one with. Yes. And it's, you know. But yeah, so Monkey See, it might say it like in the TV guide, maybe it would have the name maybe. of the episode, maybe. But usually just have a little sentence about what it's about. Yeah, it's weird. Because even then, you'd have no idea what this was about. <laughs> you just think they spelled monkey wrong. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, so directed by James Frawley, again, mm-hmm. two in a row, Big James. Coming in hot. Get used to saying that. Yep. Came out, it was uh, September 19th, 1966. Mm. And it was in full swing. Monkey Mania just heating up, essentially. Yes. It would have been crazy. It, when you go from the first episode, which is like a spy caper yes. kind of thing, mm-hmm. then you come to this one, which is like a haunted mansion kind of thing. Yes. However, the haunted mansion thing wasn't quite probably a thing yet. Because this is still early on. Yeah. In the land of network sitcomery. Yeah. And eventually it's like it's like a Scooby Doo episode, but Scooby Doo's not even a thing yet, right? No, really Scooby Doo wasn't out yet. Don't I think. don't think quite yet. I think it was more Had to be close. Sixty eight ish. Sixty seven ish? I don't know. Oh, we'll get the research team to investigate the the start of Scooby Doo. Yeah. I would have thought, which to, to, and like in one of the iterations of Scooby Doo, I remember seeing Mickey Dolan's on the voice cast. Oh really? Yes. Like he would do like the You can imagine Mickey doing all kinds of different townspeople voices or Yeah. It started in sixty nine, Scooby Doo. So there you go. Was pre pre Scooby Doo. Pre Scoob, but feels real Scoob with the rompery in yeah. general and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's weird because watching the monkeys I think of Scooby Doo a lot. At least I do. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's very Scooby Dooish. Yeah. Definitely. Like it has the the group, the motley crew of yep. uh, people setting out to uh, solve a problem. Yeah, and it's kind of the, the template for it. The, the monkeys don't have a big goofy dog. No, but. But they have that monkey that sits at the table at the monkey pad. <laughs> yes, this is true. And, and Mr. Kirshner, the dummy. <laughs> Mr. Schneider. <laughs> Schneider. They call him Kirshner. You call him Kirshner, which yeah. would have been better. Yeah, that's right. In why, retrospect, that's exactly why I thought they called him that. That's interesting. <laughs> so I'm putting in my own. Hatred. The, the Mr. Schneider was a uh, different. He's on the TV staff. Yeah. Not the music staff. Yeah, that's right. The <laughs> other guy, Nesmith, wanted to punch in the face. <laughs> Just everybody. <laughs> yes. So, it, it's the the episode starts with them having band practice. Yes. Which is cool to see because there's no musical anything in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so they're 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 having band practice, and the landlord shows up, and he says he's going to kick them out. Because they, they, Peter says, we just paid September's rent. Yeah, but that was for July. Ha, 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 The laugh track comes in. And then uh, the lawyer, or the lawyer, 
Then the landlord says his lawyer's coming with the dispossession papers uh-huh. and they're getting kicked out. And then Mike says, When the lawyer gets here, we don't have to be here. When he asks for the monkeys, all we have to say is, Oh! <laughs> no, no, never heard that. So when the lawyer shows up, they're all dressed up in costumes. Mike's an old man. The monkey ruse. The monkey ruse. Takes flight. Yes. So yeah, Mike's an old man. Davy's an old woman. Is it Mickey's the, the doorman? I'm the 23-hour doorman. What? I used to be the 24-hour doorman, but I couldn't take the long hours. And Peter's the TV repairman. Uh, your TV's working, mister. Is the TV working? It's working so hard, it's tired. <laughs> so the guy can't give the papers to them, but then they find out that that it was an eccentric millionaire has left them something. So then they fast change out of their clothes and they, hey, we're the monkeys. <laughs> hey, and hey. Uh, the lawyer doesn't believe them and he tells them to tell the monkeys to come by. <laughs> Boom. Intro. <laughs> and we go through the intro again, still the original intro, mm-hmm. but opens with Davey smashing his head on the, the bell. Yeah. yeah. You ever notice at the end of the original first season intro and they're playing the song, they're having a good time. And Davey just smacks the tambourine. One, two, three, four, bang. And just kind of stands there and smiles. All yeah. says the monkeys. Yeah, it's no. Not a... Doesn't shake the tambourine out. Not it, a musician. No. no. Not, a, not an instrument playing type of guy. Yeah, this is it. Done. Like, you think he'd go jazz hands or something with his background. you think something. Not this time. No. That's the one they use. That's the best one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was the ones when they had one take. It's like, hey, you got it. You did it on time. Let's get out of here. The next song. Yeah. Clarksville. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. In front of that gold. Yeah. They do a bunch of the first album in front of that thing. Yeah. They, yes. Definitely do a bunch of the first album. I haven't been checking them off, but they do Clarksville. I think. Yep. They just, I think, uh, it's always, I have it written down when they're in front they of the They do Mike songs. They do Sweet Young Thing. I think in that formation. I think so. I think Step and Stone mm. like that as well. Yes. The theme just at the beginning. Do they ever play the theme in the song in the in the show? I don't just like incidentally there might be like a little recording of it. Yeah. But I don't think they're ever at a gig playing the monkey song. Yeah, no, I don't Or either. if it does come up it's like some weird version, like a sped up version or like a, Yeah, yeah. Kind of pointing at it or making one, hey, hey, I'm a monkey. Yeah. When they talk about it. You know, yeah. the dark future. So then they we come back, the outside of the scary castle, with yes. like the ocean and all that stuff. And see, that's very Scooby-Doo. Yes. Just that in itself is very Scooby-Doo to me. <laughs> Scooby-Doo is not a thing yet, but that's very Scooby-Doo. It is. It's kind of strange. Like, I always thought it was the opposite. I thought it was like Scooby-Doo that's, was influencing the monkeys. But I that's think, the influence. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So the monkeys show up, and this is the first time we see them, other than in the interview, but in the monkeys... The maroon shirts mm. with the, the like the dark red shirts, the like the gray checkered pants, the big round belts. Yes, that's full on monkeys. All they the show up. Mike still got the hat. It's yeah. This is the first time we see the monkeys okay. to me. Um, yeah, aside from the intro, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like in an episode. In the episode, yes. Like, the well, I mean, if they're gonna go sleep in a haunted house, yeah, gotta suit up. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> And so the butler tells them that the John, late John Cunningham has mm-hmm. left them something. A long time ago, you returned a wallet to Mr. Cunningham containing $600. He always appreciated that. Ah, oh, because it showed our honesty. Oh, no, sir. 
because it wasn't his wallet. So that's why he liked it, because he got oh. 600 extra bucks. Wow. He's paying it forward after being a schmutz. After being a schmutz? <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> he was. Cunningham, bit of a schmutz. So they meet his spiritualist, or like the, like the palm reader. Or read my palm? No, wait till they make it into a movie. And then they meet um, Kingsley, his traveling companion. Mm-hmm. And his thing is like, he keeps na- naming off books he's written that he thinks people might know. Perhaps you've read some of my books. Twelve walking tours through the Sahara. Beverly no, Hills on five shillings a day. That's his hook. Yes. Throughout the episode. He's naming off stupid books. Mm-hmm. And they meet the grandniece, Ellie. Who oh, Davy instantly falls in love with. Statistics prove that two out of three teenage marriages end in divorce. Uh, three out of three. Four, uh, four out of three. He gets the sparkly eyes. The sparkly eyes. And then the sparkly eyes were actually like physically scratched into the film when they were editing. It wasn't like a visual effect. Yeah. It's like they scratched and they did that throughout the whole series. That's wild to think about. It is. Also just to damage the film like that. Like, Pretty, yeah. If you want to go back, like, oh, let's get rid of that. Nah, sorry. It's like in Star Wars when they did the lasers and things. Yeah. That, that's how they had to do it. Yeah. It's crazy. And that's a, the physical world. You didn't have, you know iPads. Yeah. Yeah, no. But the monkeys did. They seem to have every other gadget. In the <laughs> they're, world. Ahead, they're way ahead of it. Yeah. They play a recording of Cunningham's will. It's him reading it himself. Mm-hmm. Kingsley and this, the this palm reader, they think they're going to get left the mansion. That's the big thing is this mansion. Yes. And then the monkeys get left an organ, and they're super stoked. Hey, free organ? Mm-hmm. Let's do this. They're excited. And then it gets announced that the grandniece, Ellie, gets the mansion. Oh, and then it grumps out Kingsley and the palm reader. <laughs> grumps out, as they say. And uh, everything is left to Ellie as long as she spends one night in the mansion. And that's, that's it. So everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, bummed out. Yes. But the monkeys say, let's play a song on the organ. And they go over. Monkeys romp number one starts with Last Train to Clarksville. Yes, known for its organ lick. Exactly, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and with this too, it's like this is the first time Clarksville has been played in the series on the show, yes. Right, yes. so boom, right there because it's already on the charts. This connects the people. Oh, this band, I know this song. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they do the romp. Stock footage of planes and trains crashing, people on rocket skates on ice, <laughs> and stuff like that. We used up all the romp footage last yeah. episode. Yeah. Quick, where's the stock footage? But it's also like the boys on a merry-go-round. Mm. Yeah, like they made some of their own stock footage of them just doing things. Yeah. Like, what can we do today? Where can we go? What can we wear? Let's do the thing. They go to the planetarium. Yeah, the, do stuff there. Go to the beach with that jeepy looking thing, yep. zipping around on that. Davey's yeah, falling in love with Ellie. Where's our goofy little unicycles? Yeah. Get yeah. those out. Exactly. Yeah, those are that, that, those show up in this on motorcycles. Was this, this one of those scooters, too? They got like kind of scooter things? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They zip around on those. Like, this is wild. It was probably mind-blowing to see these guys on all these weird little vehicles 100 percent, especially because yeah. they're in a haunted mansion <laughs> and a, now they're zipping around like on a side. beach yeah but, I, but i'm saying to look at them it's the transportative <laughs> power of playing last train to clarksville on this haunted organ it's true it takes you it takes you to the takes beach you and the boys to the beach it takes you and the boys to the unicycle track. <laughs> yeah, exactly so so they romp around then Mad Robin. Come back to the mansion. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the boys like, okay, we're going to take our organ and go home because this worked <laughs> out for us perfectly. Yes. And the butler tells them, no, no more fairies tonight. 
The fog. Oh, the dreaded fog. It's the foggy season. They say, when's the foggy season? It's hard to estimate, sir. I'd say approximately from 1820 to 1975. So they should have known they weren't going home that night. This is one of a couple times they mention a year in the 70s, and it's the future. Yeah. For for comedic effect. 70s? Yeah, weird. 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 Very weird. (laughs) Almost born when they're in the year they're talking about. Yeah. And so then the boys, they're shown to their room because they have to stay the night. So they they get up there. And, of course, they all have PJs. They um, all brought their PJs. Yes. Peter has his with the red, the blue bird on it. <laughs> yes. They all got unique pajamas. Yeah. And they carry on throughout the series. So yeah. They really like these PJs. Yep. And so they're all scared. They can't sleep. So someone has to stay up <laughs> to keep everybody safe. So they do, like, the shoots, like, one, two, three, shoot. Do mm. it three times. The third time, a hoof comes out, and they run out of the room scared. A, a hoof? A hoof. A hoof? A hoof. Is it a hoof? I'm not sure who calls it a hoof. I call it a hoof. Hooves. Yeah, hooves. Singular hoof. <laughs> is that a hoof? The hoof. All right. The hoof. <laughs> the hoof is on fire. <laughs> so a, a goat hand is there with their hands. <laughs> and, they, and they fast forward right away. <laughs> or the goat hand. The goat hand. <laughs> The boys run into the palm reader in the hallway. Mm-hmm. I just had a vision about the butler. Either he's going to take a long, pleasant journey and enjoy good fortune, or he's dead. Oh, which is it? Six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> and the boys run to see which it is, and there are knives stuck in the walls. Mm-hmm. The place is messed up in the big room where they got, you know, the yes. will read to them. It looks like someone's been murdered. Kingsley and Ellie say that they should call the police, but mm-hmm. the lines have been cut. Maybe uh-huh. It's one of those old-timey yes, phones. The yes, handle phones, yes. right? So the, the, the palm reader tells Ellie that she's in trouble and that the mansion is filled with evil. Hmm. And then Kingsley takes Ellie to her room. And as Mickey and Davy are looking at the knives in the wall, they hear Ellie screaming. She keeps screaming, no. And they go in and they see that it's just Kingsley asking if she's read his books. No. Dining out in Greenland? No. Big spots along the Ganges? No. Philadelphia, where to find it? No. So the Kingsley... Hilarious. Hilarious. So, Mike tries to get a carrier pigeon to take a message to to land. And he gets a pigeon, (laughs) but it has a note on it that says, Please don't strap a message to my leg. I am not a carrier pigeon. So then uh, he finds these bones in a closet, these enormous bones. Like you do. Then he tries to attract a St. Bernard. And a St. Bernard shows up, and it has a note that says, There is a message for you on the pigeon. That's a solid... It is. Solid setup. It's, it's yeah. It's like the... Animals. The, the pigeon one's funny, and it's like, oh, okay. And then the St. Bernard one comes in, like, oh, okay, that just made the pigeon Second one funny. Second level of that. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. And they could do that kind of wackiness mm-hmm. within... It's like classic monkeys shenanigandery. <laughs> Two episodes in, and it's yeah. classic monkey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the boys wake up. They're all they all and they're all sleeping in the big long bed, like yes. all four of them in the bed together. Of course. And uh, they wake up because they hear gunshots mm. going on, and they run into the the palm reader. I must warn Mr. Kingsley. I just had a vision. He's going to be shot in ten minutes. Hey, we deterred shot. Oh yeah. 
My watch must be slow. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> Again. Again. A lot of violence. There is a lot of violence. We'll notice in this, you know, kids show. Yeah, there is. It, it comes up, too, in another episode, too, with the toys. I think it's the next episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the yes. toys are violent toys. Yes. <laughs> all bombs and... Anyway, yeah, a lot of violence. It's Vietnam times. Yeah. Gotta get the kids interested in getting drafted. You really did. You did. <laughs> so they, um, with Kingsley missing, this is where Mickey and his mad scientist, mm-hmm. he takes the radio and the phone mm-hmm. and gets them to work together so we can call someone. And he just gets that Russian sub. Do you speak our language? Yes, I do. Thank goodness. Do you know how to send an SOS? Yes, I do. Well, great. What's your location? Yes, I do. Which is hilarious. He gets in touch with someone who can't speak English. <laughs> but hey, you got in touch with someone. So <laughs> saying something. So they have a seance to contact Cunningham to uh, to see who's being killed. And they just get in touch with the ghost of Christmas past <laughs> and all of these other things. Then the lights go out, come back on, palm reader's missing. She's gone! And the boys, of course. Full hijinks. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of weird because then it cuts to commercial, I'm assuming, and then comes back and it's the next morning. <laughs> and they spent the night and they did it. And, and you know, boom. Bed. Everybody else is gone. You know, ghosts. What do you think this is? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know? So Ellie's waiting for the ferry and Mike suggests they go outside and play some music. Hey, listen, why don't we go outside and we can play a little music? That'll cheer us up. Why not? And then one of the paintings, the eyes, mm. are like human eyes looking, mm. looking through. So something's going on. But they decide to go play some music. And boom, monkey's romp number two. Tomorrow's going to be another day. Underrated, too. Yeah, yeah. It's a good song. It's got its moments, for sure. Yeah, it doesn't come up. It was on the first record, right? Like, Yes. First side, first record. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's, they work in a lot of things about tomorrow and days. <laughs> I mean, look out, here comes tomorrow. This just doesn't seem to even be my day. Oh, yeah. Somewhere in the middle, you got tomorrow's going to be another day. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if this is a voice and heart joint or not, but maybe they just had a limited vocabulary <laughs> and just kind of grab, kept grabbing the same words out of a box. Maybe that's how they put it together. Maybe. I think it is. But it's a Mickey tune. It's a good one. One of the things I noticed, I don't think it was in the first episode, you know, released, but the, the, the guitar wipe. Yeah. yeah I think Batman style guitar wipe. Yeah. Batman's another thing is like a kindred spirit to this show. I think it was kind of out at the same time. Yep. This might be a Scooby-Doo thing where Batman wasn't quite out or was out at the same time. Yeah. But they're all within, they're all drinking from the same pool. <laughs> they're all drinking from the same Burbank yeah. outdoor <laughs> yeah. pool. Yeah. And actually, tomorrow's going to be another day with Tommy Boyce and Steve Venet. What the heck? Yeah. So he's uh, moonlighting there. Yeah. Yeah. He briefly broke up with Bobby Hart. And yeah. Steve decided, convinced him that tomorrow was going to be another day and they should write a song about it. Yeah, that could have been it. Might have been what happened there. And then he's like, you're right, it is. And tomorrow I'm going to call Bobby Hart and get rid of you, Steve Bennett. <laughs> you're okay. You're no Clarksville, bud. <laughs> then, yeah. well. So in this monkey's romp, they're dressed up as monsters, mm. as like Native Americans. They're scuba diving in a pool. It's also the ones where they're dressed as Tarzan. And just swinging around, and they're getting scared by other monsters. Mm-hmm. That's essentially this romp. Yes, is what goes on. They're at the planetarium for some of this romp, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and the pool that they're in, scuba diving, is the same pool they're in in Head. Oh wow! That they're in. Yeah. That's a, that's quality Crazy. information. Yeah. 
there you go. But it's neat. And it's neat seeing the stuff around L.A. Mm-hmm. You know, once you're into music and movie and television and culture for a bit, and there's famous spots in L.A., and the, the, the monkeys were just like, we have a place to shoot a, yeah. a rump. I'm yeah. not sure they refer to it as a rump quite yet, but they're like, a lot of cool places to go, for sure. Yeah, I, I think in the, one of the commentaries they say it's referred to as a musical romp. In the, in, the, in the script, okay. in the actual script, it's like, oh, we have to have a musical romp here. <laughs> All right, get the dune buggy. And it is interesting because the musical romps are essentially commercials for the record. Because th- there wasn't music videos. Right. There wasn't anything else. Right. So it's like, here's the song. Uh-huh. You like this song? Go buy the record. And there's yes. two, there's probably like this thing, like two songs every episode. There's two romps, essentially. Sometimes episode. it's like four songs or three songs. They like mm. sometimes they work in a lot more songs, but they work together. The, the songs draw attention to the show, yep. which gets the viewers to the show, support the advertisers. Look at how many people are watching the show, and then the show itself has the songs. Buy the record, buy yep. this product, and it was a, a perfect multimedia event, and that <laughs> yeah. did not happen much quite yet. Like the Beatles and Elvis. And like maybe some people who tried to emulate the Beatles and Elvis. Yeah, but this is like the first one made for this purpose, like made specifically a, a, a show first kind of thing. Yeah, like mm, everything built yeah. in, everything's in this. Yeah, because package. because obviously Elvis was a trucker from Tupelo who went and sang on to a, a booth at Sun Records, and the Beatles were the Beatles. They were a band playing yeah. strip clubs, and eventually they got so famous. People are like, "What do we do with these guys?" Let's Put them in a movie. Yeah, anything then, we could put them in. And, and then that, that kind of begat, you know, the guys in L.A., Bob and Bert, are like, how about the Beatles but a TV show? Yeah. And maybe we can get this British kid involved. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Would you think almost like Davey kind of led legitimacy to it? Do you know what I mean? Like how if you get like a guy but from being like... British a- was mad hot. At yeah, the time, exactly. For sure. So you bring him in. It's like, oh no, we're making this show about a punk rock band. Oh really? It's like, yeah, but we got you know, Fat Mike is producing <laughs> it. It's like, oh, okay, okay, oh. I'll give it a try then. Whereas if it's just a bunch of, you know, S Club Seven punk rockers, some deep cut references. <laughs> is, is that too deep? I wasn't sure where to go. I'm not sure how many Monkey's monkey fans. podcast browsers are who Fat Mike. Now they're gonna look it up and they're they like, will. wow. Wow. I love no effects now. And now it's going to change. No effects is going to be on the billboard charts. It's going to happen. They're going to get the, what do we call it? The Podcast Valley Sunday bump. Yep. Just being mentioned. And S Club 7 now. Yeah, that's nice true. Nice work. Yeah. Way to, way to hand it out to the guys who could use a little, maybe a boost in the public eye nowadays. <laughs> Very I'm sure S Club well 7 played. would uh, appreciate it. You give props to Claire from 90210 who didn't make the new show. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I guess not, eh? Yeah, she did not make it. Ray Pruitt, poor bastard. I haven't seen the new show yet. I have it on DVR, and I hear it's it's weird. uh, It's weird. It's neat. you got to kind of buy into the concept itself. That's Yeah, that's right. That they're not the characters. They're them, like slightly fictionalized versions of them, which is still very cool. It's almost like kind of twisting it a little. Like you're not going to be watching a show where Don and David have kids, and it's like whatever. It's them, but living the life. Interesting. That they live because of that show, and they have their own interpersonal drama and stuff. And at one point, Andrea says, I can't believe everyone's here. And uh, Brent, well, 
Jason Priestley says, I wish that was true. Yeah. The heart she breaks. Heartless. Buying into the concept of 90210 is almost like the idea of uh, when the monkeys did that thing in 96. Yes. Remember? And they were in the house. Mike was there. And it was that kind of time. That was like the monkey paw wish. Like, yeah. Why can't we bring the monkeys back? All four of them. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they make a record. But we, we need to see them do the show again. Yeah. And that's what they did. Yeah. They and did. they had their hand on every single, there's like a headquarters style. Yeah. Here's this. Hope you like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was crazy. I've recently just seen it again because I've been digitizing my VHS tapes. Oh, you found your tape? Yeah, and that was the one. I was like, oh my <laughs> goodness, I'm watching part of it. I was like, what a, this is crazy. Because it was very much. And is, is it the exact same place? Did they find that set? I don't know. It looks. It might, maybe they had to rebuild it or something, but it was the place. It was the boys. The talk, beach house. Yeah. It's wild. They, they talk about how the, the house goes through different. Uh, like, it's a few different houses. Yeah, versions, but it's the same house. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it, it, it's supposed to be the same house, yeah. but it's kind of just kind of shifts around throughout the years until they get to uh-huh. head. And then, because I always forget that's the same, that's the house when they're in yeah. head. And you see like from like Mike's bedroom or whatever. Yeah, and the door with the thing on it. Yeah. Like there's, you don't see many wide shots of the house itself, I don't think. Not really. You see them in front of the window a bit. Yeah, you kind of like the kitchen to the living room. Yeah. Like the spirally stairs are there. And the, yeah. But it's like a different... Yeah. Yeah, the house kind of moves as they move. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yes. So anyway... <laughs> Where were we? We're in the romp. We're finishing the romp right now. And so the, after the romp, everybody... No, no one feels better. They're all still bummed out. Yes. The romp didn't help. Womp. But then they hear laughing. <laughs> more of a womp womp. Yeah, it's a romp romp. <laughs> Instead of a rom rom, rom 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 This is not that. Afraid <laughs> not. So they hear them, hear laughing, and they go and they look through the. I think they look through the keyhole or something like that, uh-huh. and they see uh, the goat hand pick up a drink, <laughs> and it pulls back, and it's like Kingsley. The palm reader and the butler. Right. And they're all happy because they scared her away, mm. I guess. <laughs> and um, Davey asks Mickey if he still has the knockout pills he was working on. Of course. Did you still have those knockout pills you're experimenting on? Yeah, but the experiments aren't complete yet. <laughs> they will be soon. The mad scientist Mickey has his knockout pills. For sure he's working on a date rape drug. <laughs> yeah. Mickey. Mad rapscallion. And so then he gives, he says like they haven't been tested yet. And he gives them to Davey. And Davey puts them into everybody's drinks. The bad guy's drinks. Uh-huh. And then uh, Peter shows up. And he's being loud. And uh, the bad guys hear them and come outside. And they pull out a gun. And Peter pulls out. He says he has a gun. He doesn't really have a gun. He pulls out his finger, <laughs> pretends to shoot the guy, and that's exactly when the knockout pill takes over. Wow. And the guy falls over. Peter does it to the other two, and they fall down too. Peter, uh, you know, he has, he has the magic finger there, knocks all these people out. That's what he's known for. And hate Asbury, <laughs> Peter, oh magic finger torque. <laughs> and then uh, they realize that there's no ghosts. It was just these people doing it. And then the house, the ghost of Christmas past pipes <laughs> up and scares them all. And they all go running out. At the end, the cop, they tell the cops what happens. They take them away. And Davey's in love. Essentially, that's how mm-hmm. it ends. 
Davy being in love again. He's in love. Yeah, for the very first time today. Yes. Oh, uh, you know. I wonder. If she's he... gone by next week. Yeah. Exa- yeah. Exactly. Like, so does <laughs> Davy? No girls make it to the next. I don't week think so. Ever. Right? That's Why would they? The big influence on uh, Seinfeld. I yeah. Think, where it's a different chick every week. Yeah. She's got my jacket. Obviously, this is a big uh, episode for the the monkey scare. Yeah. Where they're like spontaneously scaring the crap out of each other. Yeah, just turning around and they're there <laughs> each time. Yeah, they go on a streak of that at one point. Like you can do it. It happens quite a bit in a number of episodes. Yeah. Just sometimes out of nowhere. But this one, you could do a drinking game for it. <laughs> yes, I suggest you don't. Because <laughs> you will really be smashed. Uh, you could, but you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you could, but don't. So, <laughs> overall thoughts for you on this monkey see, monkey die. This is a good one, and it made me, um, but it gave me the feeling like when you watch an old uh, Marx Brothers movie, yep. where you see these jokes that have been told again and again and again, but this was like one of the first times you see these things. Yeah. Similar to how you yep. thought it was uh, Scooby-Doo Scooby-Doo era, yeah. but it wasn't quite yet. Yeah. Like, and, and, there's a thing, well, would they got to stay in a haunted house? to get the money wow this again but like probably hadn't happened that much yeah it was like because the culture of half hour storytelling was still pretty new yeah and also groucho marx really liked the monkeys yes bob rafelson spoke to him was like he really enjoyed it because it 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 is it's it's the three stooges it's you know groucho marx it's any of the silent Mm-hmm. film comedians essentially and some of the physicality of it all yeah and the, the faces and just the weird lo-fi special effects like i remember i forget which marx brothers movie it is but someone hands harpo a check like they're getting paid for something and he, he lets it go and it drops to the floor like you can sort of see the strings but it goes to the floor and comes back oh yeah so the yeah. check bounces <laughs> this is a 1933 <laughs> practical effects <laughs> and it was but it's like that kind of spirit in the monkeys where they're like hey can we get this to this to happen yeah can we make mr schneider talk for a second yeah can we do like these things and just figured out how to do it yeah probably on the spot a lot yeah and yeah. and you also have the, the safety net of if you do see the strings that's okay <laughs> you know what i mean like you it's all yes. with a wink and a nod to, uh-huh. to the audience anyway and to think like a television set in the house at the time Probably not HD. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see the strings or a yeah. lot of what's going on. That's true because you're on antenna anyway. Yeah. So it's buzzing in and out. It's probably a little snowy yeah. in, in Malibu where the <laughs> monkeys are hanging out. <laughs> and that is one thing I got to say with the Blu-rays, watching mm. the show is amazing. It's incredible. Yeah, to see it. I like they don't push in to make it widescreen. Just yeah, so it yeah. Be widescreen. And like just, they don't like just no pan and scan no it's or whatever and if there is it's in the show yeah. they do a couple push-ins that yeah. aren't real push-ins you can see but it's like i know but like the the things that, i don't know if sometimes it's the tv itself where they get into the motion smoothing oh yeah it's a tv oh. yeah oh it's weird and like you're watching like beverly hills cop which is from 1984, you know what it's supposed to look like. It's supposed to but look it, like a movie from 1984. Yeah. But it looks like you're looking through a window at Eddie Murphy and Judge Reinhold. And it's, it's takes you out of it every yeah. second. Yeah, 100%. We, when I got my TV, it was set on that. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God, how do I get this off? <laughs> yes, yes, I was going to yes. take it back. I'm like, I can't watch it. I can't. Like, like everything I, looks I, so I get it. I get why. But yeah. nobody wants Yeah, it's, it's, it's better for, like, sports, I guess. People right. say, and I watch that. that, and it looks, oh, wow, this is cool. But when you're watching a movie, and it looks like it's shot on a VHS 
cleaned yes. up. It's just too crisp. Everything's in focus. It is, it is neat when you watch the Jays, and it looks like you're just opening a window yeah. in front of second base. Yeah. And there's the picture. Oh, okay, we're here. Yeah. But, yeah, with, yeah, with the monkeys, it's amazing how they kept it, fantastic they, it the looks. The colors like. look great, mm-hmm. and it looks like the 60s. It looks like how you feel like it's supposed to look. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. And I think when we get later on into the – when it was filmed differently, like for the, the live show thing. Yeah. And um, the Paris show. Like, you'll see this, like, they have film, film, but they're, like, remote. Maybe they're using remote crews. Maybe, but it looks mm. different, feels different. It might be, like, handheld cameras. Yeah. And, like, for the live show, just get a perspective on how quick all this happened. They, like, they shot the footage for the live show in January. The show came out in September. Mm-hmm. And so that's how quick they were, like, functioning as a band and not doing a show. And then the episode came out, like, March, April, I guess. But to think, just perspective-wise, how quick that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And especially then, too, you had to get things, like, the film had to get developed. Mm-hmm. You had to, mm-hmm. like, color the film, color timing, just syncing, cutting on the film, splicing it together. Yeah. It's a totally different ballgame. For sure. But as far as, like, the show got big, Clarksville hit big. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer hit big. And they're like, get him on the road, boys. Yeah, get out. <laughs> I don't know how to play the tambourine. So now, in addition to the show and the songs, there's concert tickets. There's probably some rudimentary merchandise. Cause yep. The idea of selling merch at a show, like yeah. invented by the Beatles, where the guys are selling the pillowcases that the Beatles slept on or yeah. <laughs> pieces of their hair from the, the stylist or whatever. And like... Imagine how much money you could make as a stylist if you just swept up all four Beatles' hair and just sold it like five strands on a piece of tape. You'd still be selling that. In yeah, sure. Year. This is Ringo's hair. Yeah, but it, it, not yeah hair. it does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> People don't care. They're just happy to get it. <laughs> oh, man. Man, uh, and also in this episode, there's a thing where the palm reader is saying, like, oh, the mansion will be mine. I've read it. And then she holds up her hand and it just says, mansion will be mine on her hand. That's cute. Yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah. This is the first uh, don't do that. Yeah, yes. Peter says it to Mickey. It's definitely um, uh, kind of a bit of a catchphrase yeah. of theirs. So. Yeah, or, or Peter scares Mickey, and oh. Mickey says it to him. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Even when I hear somebody say that now, I just think of the monkeys, which is kind of weird. For sure, it's a thing. But yeah, yeah it's unreal. It's like if someone says, she's gone. <laughs> he's gone. That's a, definitely a monkey's thing. Or, gee, I wish Mike was here. Is there ever somewhere <laughs> where Mike isn't and somebody wishes Mike was there? Yeah. And someone mentions it. It definitely takes you back to the monkeys. Yeah. Second season, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I have here too. Yeah, the monkeys scaring each other. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. And then in the romp, they're in those weird red and black one-piece bathing suits. Yeah. These old-timey things that muskets. <laughs> yes, there's some um, stuff that became really iconic, mostly from how it's used in the intro. Yeah. And Peter's yeah. bouncing backwards back. in the musket suit. Yeah. And I, I think the bouncing backwards is a reverse film thing. Oh, for sure. Like, yes, yeah. Yes. I, and I always wondered how back. he did that. I was like, how does he move like that? Then I saw it. In this episode, you see him go forwards. Yes. And then a couple and shots they, later. They rock it back. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. A bunch of that. We'll yeah. see it later. It pops up. Yes. Quite a bit. Um, so any highlights of the show for you that you can think this of? This one was just. I don't know, kind of fun. Tunes were okay-ish. We, we do get to see them play Last Train to Clarksville as a band, like that actually true. playing it. 
to me that that's what that I organ. say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that to me is my highlight is seeing them play. That's true. Finally get to see them play. And as you Clarksville. say, Mike is smiling when he's playing. Yes. And that is a rare phenomenon. Yes. It happens in the opening credits. They managed to sneak a yeah. thing of that where it says Mike. And then uh, you don't see it much else. No. But in, in Clarksville, he's downright giddy. <laughs> he's the <laughs> happiest I've the ever seen time. him. Is when he's it's fun to see because most of the time he's very stoic. Very focused on the music. Yeah. Maybe he's a little upset that they're not really playing. Yeah. Uh, could be a combination of things, but Mike's trademark when they're performing is he's just standing over to the left, and he's very serious yeah. about what's going on. And he's playing the chords as best he can. Yeah. And just close to it as possible. Mickey's behind the kit, sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> like sort of idly tapping Singing also most of the time. Yeah, he's doing and enough to... Davey's doing the tambourine slash maraca thing. And Peter's being Peter. Yeah. The high energy guy. In the yeah, group. playing bass. Yes. Loving life. Having a time. Going full torque. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, w- one thing... Uh, uh, well, for me, I think I said the highlights, the last train to Clarksville, them playing together. But uh, Tomorrow's Gonna Be Another Day is credited as Tomorrow Is Another Day. I yeah, noticed. At yeah. The end? Yeah. In the huh. end credits, I saw that. So wow. weird. Probably maybe could fit on that uh, <laughs> maybe, slide. Maybe. And um, the uh, the palm reader, she's going to show up again in episode 28, Monkeys on the Line. Mm. She pops back up. Oh. And, uh, and, and as a personal thing, I, am, I have some monkeys trading cards. Ooh. And they're from this episode. The, the pictures on mm. it are from this episode. So when I see this episode, I think of those cards because I used to just stare at those. Another thing about Clarksville, the video here, is there's a lot of edits. And I think it's the first time you see that many edits in a thing. And we talk about the monkeys kind of inventing the music video, even though the Beatles kind of beat them to it. But as far as having something cut together just as a function of the song... This is kind of a an early, yeah, of that many edits for sure. put together, and also the, the the disconnectedness from what you're seeing to what you're hearing. Yes, like seeing them romp around and doing. Now they're in a desert. Now they're on the beach, and now they're you know at the conservatory or wherever they are. Listening to a song about going off to war and not sure if you're ever coming home. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, so happy. <laughs> It's so chipper, so but yeah. it's a harrowing tale. Yeah, it really is. Like, I don't even think about Last Train to Clarksville anymore when I hear it. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the thing. It's, yeah. But, and like at all the shows, it's played very early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like an ob- obligatory, obligatory song to hear at a monkey show. It is. And so it is, but it's still a decent tune. Mm-hmm. It's Can one I- of those songs you just heard so much. Yes. It's taken away how... <laughs> Peppy and radical, it really is. <laughs> yes. It's just like, Peppy and radical, I yeah. like that. But it's like one of those things, like, if we went to a monkey show, yeah. and they're like, we're not going to play anything off the first two records even, <laughs> we could be like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like, yeah. let's get into it. And not saying, I don't want to hear any of those songs. Right. But, and, and people would argue that those sold the most, those two records yes. are the biggest records and blah, 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 blah. Yes. But... When you first get into the monkeys, those are the first two records you get hammered with. Yeah, like what you just hear around. Or if you have a best of. Yeah, like the greatest hits record we yeah. had that set me yes. on the whole thing. I don't yeah. know if that's where you started. 
But like yeah, that was the only thing available at the time. Yeah. Like the first, very, very first thing. Yeah. Was mom and dad's. They had monkeys and more of the monkeys on vinyl. Yep. By the TV. Yep. And so that was a bit of a gateway. But I was always like, so there's, where's you just may be the one? Or there were songs from the show that yeah. weren't on the records. Like, ah, how are we going to solve this? And it wasn't, there was no internet. Yeah. You know, there's... we would just have to hear the songs on the show or tape them off the show. Yep. Or and eventually they would be reissued and we'd dig them up somewhere else. But the thing about here in Clarksville, and I'm a believer, let's say, at the shows, is like they have an obligation to play the songs. But the cool thing about the monkey shows is they know who's buying these tickets. And they're alongside of these obligatory songs. There's these deep cuts. Yeah. They will play yeah. the stuff that, you, that the fans are here to see. Mm-hmm. They, they will play you know, Auntie's Municipal Court. They will play, uh, like, they would play Auntie Griselda when Peter was still around. And yeah, it yeah. was just, they knew who was buying the tickets. Yeah, exactly. And they they catered to the people buying tickets, but they also catered to the casual fan. Yeah. But they are aware that the set list is built for the, the people who are still coming out to see the monkeys you know, yeah. 50 years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 50 plus years later. Wow. Because yeah. I know for me, uh, it's probably grade eight I really started getting into the monkeys. Yeah. And uh, I had the, the greatest hits on tape. I probably taped yours. Yeah, probably. And uh, I would listen to it literally every night before I went to bed. Every <laughs> single night. And I usually would hear up to Step and Stone. And if I heard Shades of Grey, which was the last song, I wow. knew something was bothering me. Oh. And it's true. Even now when I hear Shades of Grey, it makes me kind of unnerved. Because wow, it's dude. like if I heard that laying in bed, I'm like, okay. Well, I should be asleep right now. What's going on? Huh. So if I heard the tape go click and turn off and I'd start it over again, forget about it. There's something going on. <laughs> but no, I listened to that every night before bed for probably two years. Yeah. Something like that. Every night, which is crazy. It's a trip because yeah. as we mentioned, we've got the box set and then everything else. It kind of seemed like the, the Rhino reissues everything kind of kept up with us for a bit. Yeah. We were like, we're out of stuff. We need some more. And they missing links. Missing yeah. links too. <laughs> and like filling in these gaps. But just having that first, that first Monkey's Greatest Hits, you look at the track list. It's a tight, deep best of. It is. And it's not quite just the hits. There's some other cool tracks on there. Yeah. No, it's yeah. It's a good one to have. It really is. It's, a, it's If anyone's like, what should I get into? It's a good, it's a good... <laughs> One to get you in because if you if you start them off with like head, right? <laughs> that's a, that's even if much. they're like super into it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like if you're super into head and that's the first thing you heard, there's nowhere else to go. Uh, Do you, you know what I mean? Like if that's the thing, it's like you could hit up some other records around there. Yeah, you need to know how you got there. Exactly. If you yeah. just jump right in and love it, it's like well, if you go backwards, like if you're listening to more of the Monkees, it's going to seem like a weird step back. True. But. But yeah, no. So I gotta say, um, for this episode, it was a it's a very very monkeys episode, even though it yeah. is only the second one. Yeah. But it's them as a band, it's them as the dudes, it's like the hijinks, the weird hook of you know the the haunted mm-hmm. mansion and all that stuff. And it, yeah, it plays into the cartooniness of them all, like in the long bed together. Yeah. You know what I mean? With the long pajamas. Yes, yes, yes. That kind of stuff. Yes, and then music wise, there's the hit. And there's also kind of the deeper cut. Yeah. But tomorrow's going to be another day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of cool. It Still is. Still just two songs. But, you know, there's enough story to go around and get get you through the, the episode. Yeah, exactly. And, it, yeah, it's a great, 
it's a good a good second episode i'd have to say yes <laughs> quite so do, do you have any other uh any other things to add to this uh monkey see monkey die episode i think we uh touched upon everything i wanted to talk about do you want to do uh the first the very first uh of a concept for our monkeys countdown you see oh as um I mean, we could just list our favorite monkey songs in order from last to first. Or we could discuss randomly selected monkey songs and at the same time place them in the countdown. And then ultimately we'll know what our favorite, like, I'm interested in seeing what our like top 12 mm-hmm. would be. Not necessarily what's at the very top because it's going to be hard to choose. Yeah, we're going to have to make There's, concessions. It's going to be fist fights. Yeah. But, um, but like in terms of how we talk about them, I would not be looking forward to, to like uh, several weeks of talking about the songs on Pulit. Yeah, say. exactly. I think right? Pulit's almost one song you can just put up <laughs> at the end. But, it, but we could pick like three random songs, say a thing or two about them. Yep. And then like say, okay, well, there's this, this, and this. And then the next week, well, this is ahead of all those songs. This is below all those songs. Okay. And okay. so like we kind of like jump from era to era maybe. Or maybe we don't. Depends what songs are picked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And so far, for the purpose of our countdown, we're going to include album songs, single songs, and... Like unreleased, deeper? Not yet. Okay. We'll open with the... There was a, there's the album songs... Single songs, and that was then. This is now, which is a compilation song, but it was released as a proper single. It that was. brings us to 150 songs. Really, Just even from that. So, boom, that. <laughs> and if by some miracle we get through all that, maybe we talk about some missing link songs. Nice. Maybe we talk about the Christmas album. But this is like the mm-hmm. 60s era. Pull it, Justice, Good Times. Did you see that the? Uh... The Christmas album just came out on vinyl. On vinyl. Very yeah. excited about that. Yeah. And uh, I hope they put Ryu Shio on it because I'm very upset that they didn't. Everybody Except for is. the Target. Because, like, that was the first thing I thought about getting Me the too. Monkeys record yeah. with having Ryu Shio on it, for sure. And then it wasn't. No. So, I was. I found yeah. that in a lot of the comments. A lot of people were very surprised. Because okay. it's, it's a great song. I remember it was on Missing Links Volume 2. Yes. And uh, I played the crap out of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, hit me. There we go. I reached into my green wool hat. Oh, geez, we're going random. And then we're going to pick out a song. And today's first song is... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's a song from headquarters called uh, Mr. Webster. Ooh. Ooh. But an album cut. It's from headquarters, which is the kind of neat thing where Leonard Nimoy becomes a Vulcan and the boys become a real band. Yeah. And it's also kind of a creepy little story. It is. And it uh, is. it's an all right tune. I, I can say when I was younger, I think it's a song that when you're younger, it can really dig into you. Oh, yeah? Do you know what I mean? Because it's just like, because the story is the guy, Mr. Webster. Yeah. He's, he, he works at the bank for, for 30 years. Yes. Yes. And he thwarted several robberies. He never got a raise. Yeah. And that, then, yeah. then uh, spoiler alert, he steals all the money. Yeah, at the end, they have a retirement yes. party for him. He, he sends a telegram. Up. Yes. says, I'm, stor- I'm sorry, stop. Cannot attend. Yeah. I've gone away and taken all your money. Uh, what does he say after that? The song that rhymes. Wish you were here to help me spend. Yes. Said, sorry, stop. 
cannot attend I've flown away and taken all your money Wish you were here to help me spend Yes. And it's a very neat, very adult very adult. story. And, and the, the, the music to it is very... Uh, haunting. Haunting, yeah, like unnerving. Like yes. even now thinking of it, I'm like, ooh. It almost starts off like, um, what's the song? The Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. Yes. It, it uh, starts sounds off... Of sounds of Silence. It sounds yeah. the similar openings mm-hmm. to the two of them. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know if that was a conscious touchstone for the song, but definitely that vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it... it it is a good, and it has a little doom, 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 and it kind of picks up <laughs> yes. while everybody's cleaning up the party. Yeah, it's yeah. a neat little song. Yeah. It's very, puts images in your head, you know. It does. It's a it story song, tells yeah. a story, and it, it takes you somewhere. Yeah. And it's, uh, so they, I, they sing it all and they play it all. And yeah. I like Mr. Neat. Webster, actually. Decent song. We're going to do three of these an episode. Yeah. So then that puts us in 50 episodes. We'll eventually there you go. get all the songs did. But we have to do 58 first. episodes anyway. So. Yeah, maybe. Okay, reach into that wool hat. Oh, okay, here we go. Ooh, and, and pick a song. Uh, boom. Ooh. Oh, my. All right. This... Ooh, oh, my, all right. From, uh, was that a monkey's present? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, This is, it's on two records, apparently. Oh, oh. Actually, it's on three records if Ooh. we're really getting into it. What is it? Circle Sky. Oh. A random pick out of the hat. Nice. Circle Sky. Done. Okay, I could say the first Circle Sky I knew was the live version from Head because it was on the box set. Yes. And I didn't even know about the other one until (laughs) I found the tape. Yes. This is another story I'll tell a number of times. I found the Head tape at a used place. And I'll tell you that story another time. But that was the first time I heard the regular That was a, a big day. That was a, tre- that was a treasure trove. A big day. The house is for sale. Oh. It, it was a used record store. Tapes. And it turned into a house. And now it's for sale. And <laughs> I was like, I couldn't imagine living there. I'd be like, that's the day I can remember. Because I found Head, The Birds, The Bees, and The Monkeys, and The Monkeys Present That was on like tape. Twilight Zone stuff. Like, I'm like... I can literally still remember the whole thing, like seeing it and like actually like making a noise when I saw those tapes. <laughs> like, oh my God. And I, yeah, bought them, ran home, called you right away. Yes, yes. You'll yes. never believe what I have. Because <laughs> at that time, I thought that the Monkeys box set was everything. Mm. I didn't know that there were songs left off of it. So when I started uh, finding these other things, it was like, there's other songs out there. And yeah. so anyway, and they were like the original tapes too. They weren't like the reissue right. things that came out. But anyway, Circle Sky. That for me, that's a song I brought to my guitar teacher oh. to teach me, and I learned it. I actually had to play it, mm. which I can still play, actually, because not not that. It just holds that A chord <laughs> the whole time, essentially, other than the riff. Yeah. But I love Circle Sky, and the live version is the best, because, again, it's the four of them playing. Uh-huh. Peter's got that cool bass line mm-hmm, that just mm-hmm. kind of just repeats itself. Yeah. Mickey's got the drum. The drums that say drum. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, such a good tune. Such mm-hmm. a rocker. They, it rips. They busted out later on Justice. Yep. Which is kind of a neat move. Yeah. It kind of makes you wish they did a little more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What can you do? Because they're re-recording, right, for Justice? Yes, they re-recorded yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. With their modern 90s dads in the studio vibe. Yeah. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. This is digital tape. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely put 
circle sky above Mr. Webster. I agree. That's a good call. We've got time for one more reach into the old wool hat of tunes. Here we go. Let's see what else we got. Just if you're wondering, it's the hat without the buttons on it. Finally, we get to a Davy song from more of the monkeys called Laugh. Laugh. Oof. <laughs> I don't know. We may have to play a little bit of this. I did not know that song. When you go to a party and you don't know the boys from the girls. Is that what it is? That's a lyric from the song. The long hat thing that's happening in these times. Laugh. When you go to a party. We have a new bottom of the countdown. Yes, I think uh, laugh is below Mr. Webster for me. <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> it's the extent we have to say about laugh by the monkeys. It's okay. It's a passable Davy Jones medium rocker. It's definitely more of the monkeys feeling. Yes. You know what I mean? It's got that stupid... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a song they put on just to fill up the record, I think. Yep, That's how probably. I put it. Okay. And it's, it's a good... A fair it's, enough assessment. It's a Davy song from the second record. It's true. I have a feeling we might see it once or twice on the show. Yeah, maybe. I think. I haven't seen it yet. No, not yet. Oh, yeah, because it'd be More the Monkeys. More the Monkeys comes out in a couple months from where we are. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's yeah, not we'll much see. to say about it. song doesn't have much to say. No. And neither do we about it. No. So Aside right now. Aside from the, the long hair thing about you can't tell the boys from the girls at the party. The very late 60s situation to be in. Yeah. I'd say more of a mid-60s mid situation. Mid-60s, I suppose. A post-Beatles post phenomena. Yeah. So right now we've got Circle Skies leading the way. Circle Sky at number one with a bullet. Mr. Webster, number two. Yes. And Laugh, number three. At number three with an anchor. Yeah. And uh, At the bottom of the pool at... And we'll uh, we'll get back to our random monkeys countdown in a future episode of Podcast Valley Sunday. Yes, I agree, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's, Me too. It's, it's a good it's, idea. It's a great it's idea. Fun. All right, so I think that wraps up. Monkey see, monkey die. I believe you are correct. All right, so from me, Paco, and me, Jeff, we will see you next week on Podcast Valley Sunday. Bye. Hey, Monkeys fans, if you like what you're hearing, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at Podcast Valley Sunday. We'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook group, we'll be updating the countdown every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And if you can rate us, please rate us, but be nice. We're thin-skinned.